Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very excited because uh, a couple of reviews on the show today. Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy with Cruise News. Also a review of a Carnival Journey sailing aboard Carnival Sunshine. Also... Tomorrow, I'm heading over to Carnival Vista. Going to spend 10 nights on her in the Med from Barcelona over to Athens, Greece. If you want to follow along, a couple ways you can do so. Follow us on Snapchat. Uh, Our username is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio News. It's our private Facebook group. Look us up there. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. One more place, too, facebook.com slash cruise radio. So all those places, wall-to-wall coverage or bow to stern coverage, whatever you want to say. Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy, standing by with Cruise News. What's up, Stuart? Hey, Doug. How's it going? Good, man. You were on uh, NBC last week, a couple other outlets. I saw uh, Carrie Sanders interviewing you. Uh, first cruise ship into Cuba with Fathom. How was that? Uh, it was quite an experience, Doug. It was the first cruise ship, um, regularly scheduled cruise ship to depart the United States to Cuba since 1959. Hmm. It really was quite a, a thrilling uh, departure, Doug, from Miami. Uh, there were lots of uh, police boats, Coast Guard boats, uh, that were uh, ready uh, literally at the gun <laughs> wow. uh, with bulletproof vests, uh, you know, essentially escorting the ship. Uh, out of Port of Miami, uh, in case uh, some of the uh, lunatic fringe over here in Miami uh, wanted to uh, create a, a problem, but uh, you know there, there were a lot of excited people on board the ship. Uh, there were people that were native-born Cubans, or people that were had family there, or just wanted to go and be among the first. It was pretty pretty cool, especially the next morning when Havana, uh, you know, was in the sights. You know, to me, Doug, Havana was like, uh, it was like, it's Area 51. We know where it is. We know what's there. We just can't go there. Right. Uh, so it was really great to sail in. Uh, it happened to be on May the 2nd uh, into Havana, which was uh, their May Day. Uh, May, you know, May 1st uh, was actually on a Monday. So they had, uh, everybody was off there on Tuesday, on Monday. Um, so... You know, we sailed in. There were there were some people that were there to to greet us along the uh, you know the the port of Havana. They awesome. were thrilled to see us. While you were gone and while you're on the sailing, the ship gets back, and there's all these headlines that there was a norovirus outbreak on the ship. Uh, you were on the ship. Tell what happened, really. Like squash this well, if, it's, if it's not no true. One, no one knew anything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We didn't know anybody that that experienced it. It turns out that there may be 14 cases that uh, were reported. Uh, nothing official. Uh, they did as you know the the reports you know came in. They you know you couldn't. They they the captain would come on in the morning and tell us about uh, you know not to recommend shaking hands. The salt and paper shakers were taken off. Um, you couldn't go, you know on the last day you couldn't uh, you know go to the buffet uh, and serve yourself. They did it for you. I mean it was fine. They they were extremely well prepared and handled it very professionally. There there was nothing. Switching gears, harmony of the seas. Officially coined the largest cruise ship in the world, officially delivered to Royal Caribbean. Yeah, and on uh, Thursday morning uh, in Saint Nazaire, France, Royal Caribbean uh, took the keys to the world's uh, largest ship, 
She's uh, slightly larger than Oasis and Allure at uh, 227,000 tons versus the 225. Uh, so um, it's uh, slightly larger and uh, some new stuff. I know a lot of people are very excited about the the new water slides, or actually just they have water slides and just just slides. Uh, ten story uh, don't require slide. A lot of the, like the abyss. Yeah, which uh, you know goes down uh, ten stories. Uh, at the back of the ship, so uh, it's going to be. I saw it in France. You may recall when I went out to the mm-hmm. shipyard right. uh, in the middle of February. So it'll be uh, terrific to see the ship. It's hard to believe that you know, just two months the ship is done, and uh, you know, I'll see her uh, next week uh, in Southampton. Yeah, then but, she'll be um, sailing the Mediterranean for the summertime. They're heading over to join us in Florida. What this November? In November. Yeah, yeah. Norwegian Cruise Line. They are boasting that all of their ships, not just in the Norwegian fleet, but Oceana and Regent, all going high speed for internet. Well, they're they're going to go faster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so essentially, they have uh, twenty three ships in the fleet, mm-hmm. uh, in all three uh, of the brands, and uh, with uh, EMC, which was uh, you know recently took over MTN, which is one of the founders that you know essentially put the internet technology together for. The cruise industry, um, they're they're expecting to uh, um, uh, quadruple the, the the bandwidth and uh, and put um, significantly faster uh, technology on board to really uh, make the the experience much faster for the passengers. Carnival Cruise Line ditching comedian George Lopez. Of course, their comedy club is called the Punchliner Comedy Club, presented by George Lopez, but. That's going to be coming to a halt pretty soon. It is. And as you know, I mean, a lot of these celebrity uh, endorsement uh, or licensing deals that, you know, went into play several years ago uh, are, you know, have been phasing themselves out because they really didn't lend anything. This is another one. If, if it was successful, they continue it. But, uh, you know, we, you haven't heard, uh, you know, George Lopez in years. Yeah, his show got canceled <laughs> uh, five years ago. You know, it was it was time. I mean, you know, Carnival is you know doing some a lot of smart things uh, with their with their programming, and uh, you know they're ready for the next uh, the next generation. But uh, you know, they they had a good comedy club. They had a lot of comedians that wanted to get on board. A lot of you know top uh, you know comedians, and uh, you know they they think they can do it themselves. So you know, good luck to them. Well, as long as they don't get rid of the Guy Fieri partnership, everything will be okay in the world. I think right now they're they're pretty happy with, uh, <laughs> yeah. with what's going on and. You know, as we know, as as all these ships are being refurbished, uh, they are putting more of these uh, burger joints on their ships. Yes, and uh, slowly phasing in some barbecue joints too. Yeah, so yeah, uh, or, or changing their barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Joints. Carnival uh, Carnival Magic right now has it, and Carnival Vista later this year. Uh, Holland America's Koningsdam uh, will be christened next week in Northern Europe. Give us some of the details. This is the uh, newest damn ship for mm-hmm. uh, Holland America. <laughs> Um, it's also the largest dam ship. Um, Konings Dam will be 99,500 tons. Like, couldn't they just make it another 500 yeah, tons why more? Why not? I mean, you just couldn't even it out at 100. <laughs> but uh, I guess they wanted to just still squeeze in as being a medium-sized class ship. Uh, it's it's an amazing ship. I've I've heard some you know, terrific reports on it. It's going to be doing the Baltic this year. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, making my own wine. So uh, there, there's some cool stuff on board the, that ship, and uh, it's nice that they continue to hold on to their traditional perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everyone's trying to outdo themselves, artwork, and I mean, this is you know Holland America, P and O, 
Canard Line. Uh, and these are the, the three last cruise companies from another era. Mm-hmm. Um, these are not modern-day cruise lines. These are carryovers from the 1800s. Yeah, so it's a... Uh, and the, the, the history, uh, you know, I mean, Holland America brought almost 700,000 immigrants to the United States from Europe. So there's a lot of people that are just steadfastly uh, in love or, or loyal to Holland America. So they've got a really rich history, and uh, it's nice that they were able to uh, maintain the, the feel especially on their first new ship in six years. Last but not least, Princess Cruises adds a new class, well, a new suite class, I guess we'll call it. Similar to what, you know, maybe if you remember Celebrity years ago with, uh, you know, when they came out with the different classes, like Aqua Class, um, they're taking uh, their, their mini suites and creating club class. And uh, so essentially what you're going to be getting is um, you'll have uh, access you'll have a, in the main dining room, they'll have a, a, you know, a special area just for passengers um, in their um, mini suites. Um, they'll have a dedicated wait staff. Now, uh, I mean, weren't they dedicated before, Doug? I thought so, but maybe not. <laughs> but maybe, maybe they're more dedicated than ever. <laughs> uh, they'll have some uh, exclusive menu options uh, with the, the Daily Chef's uh, specials. They'll have table-side preparations and presentations, which is actually pretty cool. Um, and, uh, you know, it's open for dinner and for, and for breakfast and, and lunch on the sea days. Uh, they've also, for the cabins, uh, they, they're adding their new uh, luxury bed, which, you know, the, there was a bedding uh, craze, if you remember, with the hotels and the cruise lines got on board back in 1997, but Princess is bringing it back with their version of their luxury bed. Um, and they're going to have, you know, special programming. They're going to have priority check-ins and boarding. Uh, as well as disembarkation, which for a lot of people, especially getting on tours or just wanting to get off, it's always great to be able to be among the first. And uh, I know this is going to be a very big highlight for you, Doug. Uh, they're going to have a one-time complimentary wine setup at embarkation. Well, you know, now that I made that wine on Holland America, I'm kind of a, uh, a connoisseur of sorts, I feel. Uh, that's what I heard. And, uh, I mean, they're going to give you a half a bottle of red and white wine. <laughs> I made a and, red uh, Cabernet. snacks at night, and they're going to have... Uh, cherry cloth bathrobes. So we could find you sitting on your balcony in your bathrobe with your ascot on, smoking your cigar. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you know, we were able to bring back some Cuban cigars uh, from Cuba. That was uh, that was quite an experience. We've been talking with Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. Find him online at cruiseguy.com or on Twitter at cruiseguy. Welcome home, man. All right, thanks, buddy. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? 
Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. We'd love to hear your comments. Email comments at cruiseradio.net. We always like to get your cruise reviews here on the show. If you have one you'd like to share, shoot me an email, Doug, at cruiseradio.net. Walter and his family just returned from a nine-night Southern Caribbean sailing aboard Carnival Sunshine. It's one of those special Carnival Journey sailings. And Walter joins us on the line right now. Thanks for being here, Walter. Hey, thanks, Doug. Thanks for having me. Now, I was reading the notes here. It was you and five kids, right? Me, my wife, and five kids. Wow. Okay. Big family yep. there. So before we get to Carnival Sunshine, let's take a step back and give us some pre-cruise thoughts. Like, what made you want to sail on this nine-night Carnival journey sailing aboard Carnival Sunshine? Well, that's kind of a funny story. We had originally uh, booked on the, the breeze. We wanted to go on the breeze for this, uh, for our seven-day. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it got, um, somebody chartered the breeze for the week we had booked. Oh. So we were moved off of that ship and told to choose another cruise to go on. When we went and booked, uh, I think it was for probably a week prior to this cruise that we did go on, uh, on the Breeze also, and then the Breeze got repositioned to Galveston, which we didn't want to do. So we decided to choose another cruise, and we ended up on the Sunshine. thought it was a great itinerary. And, of course, every time we were moved, we got uh, some onboard credit, so that helped everything out, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, when Carnival moves you like that and is like, sorry, your cruise has been moved, they compensate you then? I think they gave each of us uh, $50 onboard credit, so when you That's add up the number of people, yeah. it, it, you know, you get a lot of money going. Yeah, for sure. So you make your way, you're up in Michigan, and you make your way down to Port Canaveral. How was embarkation for you at Port Canaveral? Embarkation, we got through the original ch- the check-in very quickly. Uh, then we sat, and we sat, and we sat. We found out uh, later that there was a uh, surprise Coast Guard inspection, mm-hmm. and we probably sat in the uh, holding area there for about two hours before Ooh. we were allowed to get on the ship. Uh, a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people jammed in there and by that time. I and mean, we were there at 11.30 a.m., I believe, and uh, we probably got on the ship around 2. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a long time to wait. Being, yeah, it wasn't the best, but it, it there was a reason for it. So yeah, I guess it always it could always be worse too, right? Right, right. Yeah. Right. So you uh, so you make your way on Carnival Sunshine. This was your first time on the ship. What were your impressions? Beautiful atrium. You know, we got in there, and uh, I knew what to expect. I did a lot of research, but it's just nice getting on it. It did feel for the first day, everybody came on not knowing where they were going felt really tight Mm -hmm. for some reason the aisles felt kind of tight but that cleared up after a while when people figured out where they were heading yeah so uh, you made your way to the stateroom what kind of stateroom did you guys have and what did you think of it well we had two staterooms Mm -hmm. uh my wife and i were in the balcony with one child and then across the hallway we had uh, four people in an inside stateroom we were on uh, deck seven Mm -hmm. almost all the way to the front of the ship on seven and uh, they, they seemed a little tighter than some of the rooms. I understand it's an older ship. Although the bathrooms, I've never had a shower this large on a uh, carnival ship before as I did on uh, the Sunshine. So that was kind of interesting. You know, what? I, I noticed the same thing, too, because the shower on Sunshine, is, it's like a big rectangle, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's on one side of the bath where the yeah. others are kind of crammed in where the sink is in this uh, yeah. bathroom. 
Yeah, same here. Interesting. Uh, what did you think about the size of the balcony and the space for the luggage and everything for storage? Oh, we had no problems whatsoever. Uh, with, I mean, our room was fine. Everything packed away great with three people in it. The other room, kids are kids. Everything sure. didn't pack away. So <laughs> I think they would have had enough room. They just need to be a little neater about it. Right, sure. Uh, let's switch gears here and talk about dining aboard Carnival Sunshine, of course. This has quite a few dining venues. So we'll start at the top at the Lido Deck Marketplace and kind of work our way outside and then down. So what did you think of the Lido Deck Marketplace? really like the marketplace. The buffet itself was great at all times. Um, they had a lot of the late night uh, hot dogs, chili dogs, things like that. Plus the selections I thought were great uh, during dinner time, lunchtime, breakfast. Uh, we also, uh, I know my, my sons loved the deli and the 24-7 pizza. We could always find them there at night if we couldn't find them anywhere else, <laughs> either ordering sandwiches or uh, getting pizza. Uh, we did, as a family, did uh, Cucina da Capitano mm-hmm. on our first night there, which was fantastic food. Yeah. We only did Gigi's for lunch. I, I wanted to try that at dinner. We just didn't get around to it. And uh, the sushi restaurant. We, My son and I went to the sushi restaurant. Not many in the family like sushi, but mm-hmm. uh, that was a top-notch experience, very uh, reasonable priced. Also, my favorite breakfast spot, the Blue uh, Iguana Cantina. Sure. I like getting my huevos rancheros with runny eggs in the morning. Now, let's talk about Guy's Burger Joint. Are uh, a fan or not really? Uh, yeah, how can I yeah? forget about okay. Guy's Burger Joint? <laughs> yeah, that was, I think, the first thing we hit was Guy's Burger Joint. I mean, those fantastic burgers. I remember when we went to a Guy's, our first time we went out was uh, on the Glory where we ran into Guy's Burgers. These, I thought, were actually better. They weren't as seasoned, mm-hmm. which was good for me. But last time they seemed salty anytime I was there, and these were just excellent. Did you do the steakhouse at all? The steakhouse we didn't do on this no? cruise. So okay. We generally do the steakhouse with all the kids. Sure. We just didn't find it. And how about the, the main dining room? Uh, what, kind, what time dining did you have? Well, we had the uh, your time, or okay. we can call it any time dining. Uh, we had no issue getting into the dining room. I heard uh, horror stories about people having to go up to the, I believe, the fifth floor and mm-hmm. uh, get your buzzer, then go back down to the uh, third floor for the dining. And we only went as a family one day, and we went with our two daughters another day. Uh, The only reason we don't like to go is because on our last cruise, we ended up spending three hours in the (laughs) dining room sometimes getting served. This moved really well. The service was fantastic. Food was great. I believe about an hour and a half was our uh, general time in there over those two days. Any thoughts on the American table slash American feast menu? I like it personally. It's simpler. Mm-hmm. There's not as much to choose from as there, I think, used to be. But this also had, because of the Journeys cruise, they had uh, various foods from the ports, or at least influenced by the ports. And uh, those were top of the line also. Let's talk about entertainment aboard Carnival Sunshine. Of course, they have playlist productions and uh, Hasbro, the game show, and a couple other things around the ship. So what did you think overall of the entertainment? And did your kids do the Camp Carnival, Camp Ocean, whatever they're calling it these days? Yeah, they did the uh, Camp Carnival. Mm-hmm. The, the boys, they're two nine-year-olds and an 11-year-old. We gave them permission to sign in and out whatever they wanted to. When it was video game-based stuff, they loved going in there. Sure. Otherwise, they were running all over the ship. We usually we didn't worry about them too much, but um, sometimes we had to track them down. They were usually in the <laughs> pool or in waterworks. With regards to the 14- and 17-year-old girls, they went, they made friends, they stayed out all times of the night. <laughs> they had a blast. Nice. And uh, how about uh, any, did you catch any shows or any comedy shows or anything like that? 
Well, I think we caught, I think it's the studio, it was a disco show, basically. Studio 54, um, I think it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We caught that. That was a great show. I'm not certain how I like the uh, layout of that room, mm-hmm. of the, uh, whatever the show is. Sunshine room, Theater, I, I think? Or, yeah. yeah, and it's it's functional, and uh, I've always been in the larger ones. It's kind of neat to be close up to the stage, but then again, it's kind of small, so it's hard to get in. Yeah. Uh, same thing on the Comedy Club with the uh, Lamplighter, I believe it is called. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some odd seating in there, but the comedy shows, the ones that we did see were, were funny, real funny. Yeah, the Limelight Theater back there where the uh, comedians perform, that mm-hmm. is so cramped, and you have to get there early to get a seat, or you're going to be standing or not even let in. Oh, yeah, it, it was funny because we had our uh, meet-and-greet with our Facebook group for the uh, the Sunshiners cruise, mm-hmm. and uh, we had about 300 people in there in wow. the place. That was just ridiculously packed at that time, just for that group. Nice. Uh, well, how about sea days on the ship? I know this was a carnival journey sailing, so it was more port intensive than sea day intensive. But what were your thoughts on the sea days, uh, both inside and outside the ship? You know, like I said uh, earlier, I thought it was really tight when we first got on the ship, but that opened up really well uh, mm-hmm. as we got along and people found their way around the ship and where they wanted to be at all times. We had no problems going anywhere on the ship. Some of the classes they, that they offer on uh, these crews, the uh, Academy of Fun, mm-hmm. I believe, those were interesting. We sat in on a few of those on the sea days, and the team member connections were interesting also, where you get to go talk, not one-on-one, but with a group of the uh, team members and learn a little bit more about what life is like on the ship, which is all part of that journeys theme. Thought those were good. Yeah. What, what kind of uh, the Academy of Fun? I know whenever we were on there, they had a like an astrology class. They had a uh, celestial navigation class, and what? I think like a Titanic class. What did you have on yours? We had photography. Okay. Cool. A whole group of photography classes throughout the entire cruise. Nice. And I took a few of those in. They were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good way to pass the day when you're up there. I mean, I don't. I spend some time in waterworks. I spent some time in the pool or just laying around on the deck, but I like doing things on the ship, so it was interesting to have these classes available. Are you one of those people that completely disconnect and get off the grid when you leave, or did you buy an internet package? My wife bought the internet package, Mm -hmm. and we, of course, uh, shared it uh, by using her uh, folio number. Uh, Mostly it was the girls using it and uh, her, and every once in a while I hopped on, but not just to post photos is all I was doing. What what did you think about the connection? I'm just curious. Slow. Yeah. It was slow. We bought the the bottom-of-the-line social package, I think it was. Mm -hmm. I do like the ability of the new Carnival app to communicate with people, to send chat messages to people in your party on the ship. That, That really helped a lot. So did I carry my, I didn't take my Apple Watch with me, but I did have my phone with me probably 50% of the time on the ship. Gotcha. Very nice. Well, uh, this was, as we just said, a port-intensive itinerary. So uh, what cruise ports did you hit on this nine-night sailing? Oh, they were just beautiful ports. We did uh, St. Kitts, Barbados, St. Lucia, and St. Martin. Which one was your favorite? No, that would have been St. Lucia. And what'd you do there? Oh, we just took a, a general tour around uh, the island. Uh, my favorite part of that whole tour was we got to take a boat ride over between the Pitons. Uh, there, I think Sugar Sugar Something Resort. I forgot what it's called, mm-hmm. but that beach down there we got to go to was phenomenal. In between the Pitons, nice. Did you make your way like at St. Martin? Did you get to check out Airport Beach? Uh, what is it called, Maho, Maho Beach? Yeah, Maho Beach. We all piled in over there and that little strip of sand. <laughs> it, it, that's 
quite an experience. Never, never would have thought that was so cool of an experience until you go and actually stand there. Were you uh, there when the big 747 came in? I don't think it was a 747. It looked it was a little smaller than that that came in. The mm-hmm. the thrill that everybody seems to like is when the planes take off and they come down to that end of the landing strip yeah. and then they just hit the engines and you can just see the jet trails shoot across the street there and the beach. I guess it's cool unless you have a backpack with a camera in it that's not waterproof sitting on the beach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that happened to a crew member whenever I was there a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. They had they had a brand new, uh, like a Canon T3i DSLR camera oh, they wow. just bought. And he set it down. He was at that bar right there, like the Sunset Grill, whatever it's called. And uh, the plane yeah. took off, and he saw his bag shoot into the ocean, and his oh, yeah. camera got I, I, soaked. <laughs> I would have never believed the force that comes off of that until you actually experience it. Well, have you have you seen on YouTube where people actually grab the gate and like uh, what do they call it? Not windsurf, but they hold onto the gate and the wind blows them horizontal. Oh yeah, it's it's just it's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm surprised <laughs> they let let you get so close to it. Yeah, those people are crazy too that do that. So uh, yeah. you you make your way back to Port Canaveral after this nine night sailing. Uh, how was disembarkation for you? Well, that was another funny story. The disembarkation <laughs> while I was on the cruise, I'm I'm golden carnivals. Um, okay, you know, around 35, 36 points or days, and uh, I got a letter on my bed one night and said I became platinum. Ah, so that gave us first off the ship. Nice. <laughs> I'm not. They made a mistake. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> That's okay, I'll take it. And, uh, you know, free drink coupon, even though we used the Cheers package and didn't need it. But, uh, yeah, we got off really quick, uh, got through, got our luggage. Luggage was kind of an odd setup that they had, but we found our luggage quickly, and uh, we were through customs and out the door. It, it went really quick, maybe a half hour. Nice. I want to uh, I want to back up and ask you about the Cheers package because uh, one of my writers, Heather, just wrote one uh, wrote a story on the Cheers package about the pros and cons of it. Uh, what are your thoughts of the Cheers package? Okay, I think it's a good idea, especially with the changes that they've made to the Cheers package. I mean, you still get your drinks, but now they've added coffee, mm-hmm. flavored coffees, or your fancy coffees, uh, spiked coffees. They have milkshakes. They have spiked milkshakes. Uh, this has all been added to it. You can get your sodas now. And I think it's a, a decent deal. We bought it ahead of time, both mm-hmm. for myself and my wife. And... Uh, I don't think we made it up to the you know the balance out level every day, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a, it was a good uh, value. I thought we spent a lot of time in the Alchemy Bar, and when you look at those drinks and how much they are, it uh, it balances out pretty quickly. Yeah, I was going to say for me, it, it balances out with uh, going to a premium drink in the Alchemy Bar and yep. then going and getting the spiked milkshakes. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, those spiked milkshakes were great. Yeah. But, I mean, every evening we spent time in the Alchemy Bar. We used to spend a lot of time in the Piano Bar. Mm-hmm. I just didn't enjoy the entertainment in the Piano Bar this time. Okay. So we we basically lived in the Alchemy Bar every evening. I want to ask you this because I we might have the same thoughts on the Piano Bar. Why didn't you like the entertainment this time in the Piano Bar? Why didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we spent some time in, in the 9 to 11 time frame. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was a new, uh, the gentleman that was uh, in the piano bar was brand new. Okay. But after 11, it became more of a very dark comedy show than a piano bar sing-along anymore. I thought the same exact thing. Yeah, Yeah, and I don't know if this is the new instruction around the fleet or what, but uh, I did not like it at all. I want to sing songs. I don't want to do sexually obscene things Mm -hmm. and, you know, just sing, take 
uh, a Bon Jovi song and change all the words ex- so they're explicit. Yeah. Now, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, uh, you'd go to the comedy show if you wanted that. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, looking back on your whole cruise, the whole nine days, uh, what was the highlight? What really stuck out for you out of the whole nine days? Well, for me, the highlight was the ports. Mm-hmm. The ports were just fantastic. We'd never been to any of those ports before. This is our fifth cruise uh, for my wife and myself. We've never been to those ports. Beautiful. We had beautiful weather, 80 to 90 degrees and sunshine every day. And uh, that is really what set this uh, cruise over the top. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Do you have any first-time tips for people who may be considering sailing Carnival Sunshine? Yeah, a few. Uh, I did uh, jot a few down here. Number one, the Cheers Package. Mm-hmm. If you, you'd like to have something to drink, you might as well get the Cheers Package. You will save money in the end. Make your friends at the Alchemy Bar because they're there for the same, kind of the same reason you are, to hang out and have fancy drinks, and we made a lot of great friends down there. Take in all the specialty restaurants. Uh, there is no bad food on the sunshine that I've noticed. And last and probably the greatest, wherever your cruise director goes, follow him because he will make cruise something special. Donkey was the uh, cruise director on this uh, ship, and he was top-notch. <laughs> nice. The kids loved him. We loved them. Everybody did, yeah. And uh, final thoughts of Carnival Sunshine. It's a great ship. I know they were going into dry dock immediately after we got off of it. I'm going to make more improvements to it. Uh, It has some areas that show its age. It is uh, quite an old ship that they have upgraded. If you are going to book on the Carnival Sunshine, personally, I would say book for a raft. Stay out of the middle of the ship. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, fantastic ship. I was very surprised by it because I had learned, heard a lot of positive and a lot of negative comments on the ship. I really didn't have any major negative uh, thoughts on the entire ship. We've been talking with Walter. Him and his family just returned from a nine-night carnival journey sailing aboard Carnival Sunshine out of Port Canaveral, Florida. Walter, thank you so much for sharing your review and being on the show this evening. Okay, thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.